mic on? Oh, it is. Cool. <clears throat> this is the More to the Point podcast. Hey, TC, you're on. That's right, I am on, and this is the More to the Point podcast. I am your host, T. Colin Davis, and I once again want to thank you so much for hitting the play button, spending a little time with me here on the podcast. Well, it's like a hostage crisis out there. (laughs) This guy won't, he won't concede, he's still pushing his little election fraud theories with no evidence to back it up. Uh, We're pretty much in the same boat. We were the last podcast. But nevertheless, things are still moving forward. That uh, coronavirus is still kicking our butts, taking hold. So we got to get that under control. Well, the vaccine situation looks like it's picking up steam. So hopefully by 2021, we can get this thing under control and put this awful 2020 behind us. (laughs) Well, look, uh, on the podcast today, I have a a really special guest, uh, a gentleman by the name of J.D. Stewart. He's the CEO of Stygian Holdings, which is a black-owned holdings company. So I I have him on. I want him to uh, tell his story, which is a great story. I think it's an inspirational story. And uh, hopefully uh, offer some uh, tidbits and advice on uh, starting your own business and your own, you know, and venturing out into an entrepreneurial type of situation. Hopefully he can shed some insight. Now, you know, due to COVID, uh, I'm not doing any in-studio interviews. I do my interviews over the Internet to stay safe. Uh, So this is one of those interviews. Uh, So it may, you know, you might hear some sound differences and and things of that nature. But uh, that's because we pre-recorded this interview with J.D., and uh, again, just trying to stay safe during COVID. But wanted to bring you this interview. Uh, I think it's a, a good interview. I think he's a, a good guy and an excellent uh, businessman. And I wanted him to come on and share his story a bit. So without further ado, let's listen to our interview with J.D. Stewart. That brings me to my guest for today's episode of the More to the Point podcast, my good friend, J.D. Stewart. J.D., how are you, my friend? Man, I'm doing great, Coach T. How about yourself, sir? Hanging in there, man. How are you dealing with this whole COVID thing, my friend? I'm trying to stay safe, trying to practice social distancing as, as best as possible, but uh, you know how it is, man. Yeah. Everybody doesn't pay attention. So. Yeah, 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 that's <laughs> yeah. That is the problem. <laughs> Everybody's got to get on board. I feel like we're getting ready to possibly, you know, I know we've been hearing this uh, from a, a former uh, or, or outgoing president that we're turning the corner. But I think with all these, uh, the new vaccines and, and people kind of taking it a little more serious, we may be able to turn the corner. Hopefully 2021, 
uh, gets us back to some type of normalcy, but we'll see. You know what I mean? I, yeah, I think I think we are, man. Once we get herd immunity and the vaccines, yeah, yeah. you know, occur, I think we're gonna see a big difference. You know, uh, so good to get back to normal. I tell you that. Yeah. But well, speaking of normal, uh, the reason I have you on the show, my friend, is because you are a, a gentleman that I've known for quite a while, and uh, you you were always always working on something, always trying to put yourself in, in far as business goes in a position uh, to, to better yourself and, and, to, and, to, and to lead uh, in, in the way that you do things. And, and it's starting to happen for, for you. And I wanted to have you on the show to talk about that, what you are doing, and, and maybe kind of offer some advice and some help to some, uh, to some young black entrepreneurs who are trying to you know, you know, put their foot out there and put, and put their footprint out there as far as business goes. So Give me a little background on where you are now. Uh, tell us about your company uh, that you are the founder and CEO of, and, and tell us how you've gotten to where you are today. Yeah, well, Terrell, it's, it's been a it's been a long struggle uh, to to get to this place. I mean, when I say struggle, struggle. It's like you know you're trying to get that last set in, and you know you got to pull from within to get there. So. Um, so I'm so I'm the CEO of Stadium Corporation and uh, or Stadium AC Holding Company, and we started out as a bourbon company, wow. and you know, and we were trying to to sell bourbon and and trying to get it into the marketplace, and as a result of uh, COVID happening, we had to make a pivot and just imagine putting everything into one business segment and trying to you know produce bourbon and everybody knows you as bourbon and that's what you do. And then before you know it, you got to make a pivot because all of a sudden bars are closed. You can't, people aren't going out to party and have fun. You can't have events. And before you know it, you can't, you know, make any money. And then also you know, I had to make some changes with folks who are supposed to help produce the bourbon. And so, you know, we're at the point where literally I'd say a year before COVID happens, I actually went homeless. Wow. I actually went homeless. And, wow. uh, for, for nine months, I slept in my office and trying to figure out what I needed to do and what to, to do to make it happen. A lot of people didn't know about it. My real close circle knew about it. Sure. You know, so I sleep on the couch. My desk was, you know, right next to me. And I had to figure out what, you know, what am I going to do? And so all of a sudden, you know, the company, we were getting ready to launch the company. The, the launch party for the company failed. I mean, it was just... It was wow. crazy. Wow. And uh, and it, and there were some things I could have did better. You know, when I look at, uh, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. Sure. And, um, and I'm sitting here thinking, like, I left corporate America, you know, to build a supply chain company. And uh, all of a sudden, you know, the bourbon, it, it really wasn't working like it's supposed to. You know, I had uh, a few folks invest in the company, and, I, and, and they're riding with me, you know, too. And you don't want to let them down. Absolutely. And so then afterwards, you know, COVID happens. And so I, I told one of my business partners, I said, we've we got to make a pivot uh, right now because if we don't, we're going to, the company Stygian is, is done, you know, period. You know, we got to either I go back to corporate America and, and figure this thing out or and, and come back. So uh, what ends up happening is I get a call from a customer uh, way back when. So when I was in corporate America, I ran a, division that was uh, called the Department of Homeland Security within the company. So it wasn't oh. the Department of Homeland Security, but it 
we sold to the Department of Homeland Security. And they called me and said, hey, J.D., we're out of gloves. Is there any way possibly you can get us some PPE? And this is eight years after the experience they had with me uh, during um, SARS, right? And so, or, yeah, or H1N1. So I got with my business partner, and we figured out a way to get a container of gloves to. And this is before the shortage got worse. And so I'm sitting here like, wait a minute, we just sold them a container worth of gloves. And then I was like, wait a minute, we just we just made some money, some good money, right? You know, I'm sitting here like, whoa, <laughs> you know, you know, right. So, so it, it sort of kind of, the pivot actually was a pivot back to what I started to come into with Supply Cloud, the company that when you and I were working out together, when you were training me, the one that I started, okay, right. the first company. Right, I remember. So, so, so all of a sudden I'm back to supply chain, Coach T, and, and uh, so we had our first order. Then the word spread and we got our second order from another customer. Oh, and wow. so it was, I want to say it was, we made this pivot back in May or April, excuse me, we made it back in April. And as a result of that, uh, when we started, I, I, it was on, it was in June. I got, I'm sitting down, sitting down in my office. They, I'm finally, you know, making a little bit of money here. Can, you know, just literally, I can eat, I can, I can enjoy life. You can actually live life. Live yes. life right? <laughs> and so my, uh, so Craig calls me and he says, JD, you want to sit down? And I got some news for you. And I was like, Oh shit! Yo, excuse uh, me. I don't know. Here's the other shoe. Yeah, yeah you're fine. Shoot. You're okay. Fine. Yeah, don't worry. You're fine. You're fine. This, this is an adult show. Okay. This is an adult. <laughs> All right. So, so I said, I said to myself, I said, uh, okay, I'm hoping this is good news. And he says, you want, you want to hear this? And he says, JD, we have just hit 1.2 million dollars in revenue. Nice. Three nice. months. This is three months. Wow. Right. Three months. Right. And I'm sitting here like, wait a minute. You tell me we just did $1.2 million in three months. Right. He said, yeah. So I said, okay, we got to expand. We got to, let's, we, let's yeah. go. I was just like, let's, let's hit 10. <laughs> right? Yeah, why then, stop there? Right? You know, when you hit that first million, you kind of like, yeah. man, yeah. actually, you know, we actually did it. This is, right. we actually did it. And so all of a sudden we moved into other products um, for, you know, COVID you know, the testing kits, uh, the uh, hand sanitizer, you name it. And see, my business partner speaks fluent Chinese and he can navigate what a lot of people can't navigate, right? Right, right. And before we knew it, you know, I go from a year and a half prior, sleeping on the couch, all of a sudden, we're doing 1.2 million. Right. Then all of a sudden it grows. It happens that quickly. It happens it, that quickly right. sometimes. And nobody, right, right. And nobody knows that you were struggling trying to find your next meal or, you know, that you can't, you're trying to find your next take of gas or, you know. It's, it's about putting yourself in the right place. Yes, yes. If you put yourself in the right place, these things happen. I agree. I agree. I agree. And so, you know, those sleepless nights, were brutal. Sure. Brutal. And, um, I mean, you go through depression, you go through all kinds of stuff trying to figure out what am I going to do? And then all of a sudden, okay, you, you hit this number 
and then two months later, you know, you you're 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 about to double that number again, right? So we're at, you know, we're at two point four. And I'm sitting here like this is I mean, this ain't no chump chain, you know, for right. you know, two point four mil. And so right. I said, Well, Craig, let's let's sit down and, and forecast our trajectory. And we're like, if we continue at this pace, we'll probably do five or six million dollars by the end of December. Right. So then I said, wow. I said, well, next year, it shouldn't be anything for us to do 10 to 15 million, you know, as a company. And That's right. so we started setting our, our, our goals in, in such a, a place that I didn't think at the time when you're on that couch is actually possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And before you know it, you start thinking that the sacrifice was worth it. Oh, absolutely. You, it's always worth it. It's, that's why it's sacrifice. If you don't sacrifice, then you you should not expect <laughs> some type of bounty at the end of that. You you have to put in the work. You have to put in the sacrifice. So th- that's that's the thing that I think a lot of people don't understand. And when in starting a business or or starting out on their own ventures, that it's not it's, it doesn't necessarily just happen. Mm-hmm. There has to be some groundwork laid. And there's some sacrifice that has to be made. Mm-hmm. And, and you made both of those things. The groundwork was where you, the, your previous encounters, people knew of your you know, abilities and what you could, were able to provide them, which allowed them to come back to you when they needed something. Yep. You see what I'm saying? Yep. So that was the groundwork that you laid. Yep. And the sacrifice is that, yo, it wasn't happening, but you didn't give up. Right. So that was the, so. Those were your sacrifices. Right. And and I think that's what a lot of people don't understand uh, is the elements of, of being successful in business. It's not always just having the the newest idea or the greatest idea. It, it's how you build that foundation. And it is, there's going to be some pitfalls, which you clearly you know said that you have had. So yeah. And so it, yeah, those that sacrifice also gets you to, to recognize a few things too that you can't you can't be concerned about what other people think about your business because at first I started getting worried about man other people don't think man you started this what next you know uh, the bourbon failed okay you know I would hear just just go back to corporate America and work for somebody you know and, and, and so I just, I just I couldn't Terrell I couldn't do that and not only could I not do that but the, the sacrifice it was worth it. I, I have to look at it. At some point, I got to look at my son in the eyes, and he's going to have to look at my success or failure. And and I said, you know, he's going to look at the success of all of this. So I've got to push through and make this happen. And, and the crazy part, some people got upset because of the pivot, because they were expecting the burden. And I'm just like, wait a minute. I just, we just made $1.2 million dollars. And you, but you mad that I didn't keep making bourbon. bourbon. Right. Was, not, not. Hey, congratulations! Great job on the pivot, right? Uh dude, I thought you were gonna do the bourbon, man. Right? So, you know, I'm sitting here like, I'm like, bro, like, <laughs> unbelievable. I was just like, bro, are you serious? <laughs> I think those people are not so much upset with your pivot and not doing the bourbon as they are not happy for your success. Right. Now, that's just my opinion. Right. That's my opinion. But for you to, to, to convey to them, yo, I'm doing great right now, and their first reaction is, well, what about the bourbon? 
that says something more than it's about the bourbon to me, you know, to me. I don't know these people, so I can't speak to them, but that's the way it, it comes off to me. Right, right. Which is which is another thing I don't, I don't that I feel is more prevalent amongst black folks when it comes to our success than anything mm-hmm. is that we don't seem to embrace the success of others like I think we should, uh, and, and I don't know if that I don't know where that comes from. I mean, but I mean, do you see that? Do you sense that? I or do. Maybe, again, maybe it's just something that I see. I do. But do you sense that? I sense it. I sense it. If, look, if I can't, if I can't come to you when I'm at my darkest hour, you're not really my friend, and you really don't give a shit about me. That's what it. That's what the couch taught me. That's what going homeless taught me. That taught me that you know when I struggle, those that are with me, my village. That's the most important thing. Being an entrepreneur is your village. How strong is your village? You know, around you, those folks. You know, and. Right. I just I just said, you know, wow, like I, I literally did this. And so I kind of thrill, I kept quiet. I didn't this so actually when this is the first time I mentioned a lot of these things is happening with Stygian on your show. Right. And right. thank you. And I appreciate oh, you're that. welcome, bro. You're welcome. And it's because dude, you were there from from day one. Wins, you know, I believe me, I remember. I remember what to do and how to get there. Right. And I was like, wow. So it really isn't about being successful. It's about you keeping me in this little Petri dish to where you can manage my expectations of myself. And I, I'm not going to do that. Right. You know, and so right. I said, you know what? I said, I said, excuse my friend. I said, fuck it. I'm just going to keep moving right. forward. And whether you like it or not, and when we send it 20 million, 50 million, and you still mad, oh, where's the burden? But see, the great part about it, is if they would have had the foresight, you know, to I'm sitting there thinking like, oh, when we come back to the bourbon, oh, it's gonna be oh, it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be on gonna be point, sick, right? <laughs> it's gonna be sick, <laughs> right? Okay. So, so just let's just sit back and watch. And so I started watching, and um, I would I would hear people keep you know saying you know the, talking about the bourbon, the bourbon. I literally sat and talked with somebody, and they were upset because we had to move away from the bourbon. And I was like, well, I mean, you could invest more or, you know, if you're upset because first of all, you're not going to, you know, as a whole, we only raised $30,000 $30, from folks, right. right? And half of that came from one person, right. you know, and right. um, now the other part though, our biggest support was black women. You know, which was great, but then yes. you know, yes, it is. When folks get out there, you start hearing the, the you know, you start hearing the chatter. So we just, I got rid of, I stopped hearing the chatter. I didn't care about it. I think what Fifty Cent say, he said, if, he said, switch the style up, and if they hate, let them hate, and watch the money pile up. It was not too good. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Right? And so um, we just kept pushing, and, and now we're pushing and moving forward. And so you came to to name your company, okay? So because it, it kind of ties into what we're talking about right now okay. as to why I stayed. Yeah. So Stygian actually means it means darkness, it means melancholy, it means gloom, it means crossing over. You know, the river sticks uh, from it. A, you know, a horrible place, and and it's so crazy. You just you just made me realize 
that we actually lived that out. And unfortunately, I didn't come up with the name. It was another person, right. but right. Um, we're, we we lived that dark and gloomy place. And when you see the the light at the end of the tunnel, it's like, damn, you know, like wow, you know, people are like, you know, you got you guys actually pulled this off. And see, when we made the pivot, we called it Stygian HC Holding Company because we had ventures and stuff going, you know, with us. You know, we created a cigar for Dave Hollister. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah, and so we we were successful in doing that. Um, we got to get back to our our manufacturing, get that started again, and so we. We have other multiple working entities that are ready to pop now that we're starting to acquire more capital to be able to invest in those businesses. Right. So that's the uh, that's the great part about what we're doing is to be able to reinvest and look at some of these opportunities and see it. If, that's why that's why I thought the name was so. Oh, you spot on. You know, I mean, the, the name totally fits where you've been and where you're going. Mm-hmm. So I, that's great. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, that's why I wanted you to speak about the name a little bit, because it, it's so it, it, it really encompasses what you've been yeah. through. Uh, even though you said you didn't come up with it yourself. But see, this this again, this is what I talk about as far as as, as karma and, and, and what you have around you. The person, people around you came up with that name, not understanding how poignant it is to your particular situation, mm. but that's you know that's how that all came to be. That's that's the that's the beauty of that. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. Where, so where where so let's let's look in the future a little bit, and you kind of touched on it a little bit. So where do you see you taking the company now? What's 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 the really objectives and the goals of, of right. the company moving forward? Right. So Stygian HC by and large, right now, so it's a it's a holding company, and so the there's the our fastest growing part is the PPE market right now. So what we're doing now is because COVID's going to be over probably April, March, April, where it's going to be fully over. And so the demand for PPE is going to go down. It's going to slow. slow. Yeah, it's going to slow. Right. So what we've right. done is we've made some strategic investments and partnerships uh, with three companies that are going to help us create a solid baseline of business uh, moving into the future. So uh, we've, we've got three innovative products that we're getting ready to bring online uh, for the healthcare. Can you, can you, can you share? Uh, yeah, can actually, you share? Actually, 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 I can. Actually, I can. So, mm-hmm. one, so one company, we've got this, um, it's, a, it's a dry wipe to where you can, you can use, use it on a dry surface and it will take up 99.9% of the bacteria if you're just using water. You know, without, without, yeah, it'll, it'll, it's, it's not, and it'll, it'll kill it. So that's one product that we're bringing uh, to the market. Uh, we've just actually, we're in the process of signing a strategic agreement with Granger, uh, which is a Fortune 500 company. We, in their supplier diversity program, where we are going to be um, working with all of the, the UCs uh, to help them um, with some of their products and, Things that they need, and so we're going to have the opportunity to bring our products into this into this market. So that's a whole another segment. Then we have uh, we our strategic partner. We have a glove manufacturer that uh, we're coming out with some new strategic gloves that are a little different than in normal, but they're they're a mixture type of glove. It's a nitrile type 
uh, with vinyl that's kind of mixed together. It brings the, it'll help bring the prices down, but it also makes it easy to put these gloves on wet. Uh-huh. So we'll and we've got a, we've got a few more projects where that are in the pipeline. that's a little disruptive, you know. We're working with a inventor who's an African American who's come up with his own ventilator uh, for for hospitals, and so we're working with him to bring that to wow. the market. Yeah, and then wow, trying, that's huge. Yeah. Yep. yep, that is huge. Yep. And we're doing that, and we're trying to bring some manufacturing here uh, with some other strategic partners to to uh, help create an African-American presence in the PPE market where we're producing on our, you know, ourselves. So, I mean, right. it costs men to buy these masks and to, to buy these gloves and everything and to do it on a continuous basis. Our, our culture will never be the same. I, I don't think masks are going away anytime soon. No, they're no. not. Yeah. So. Nor, nor should they. So, yeah. Right. So that, yeah. so that's where we're going. And so we've got, I didn't mention the name of the, the white manufacturer that we're working with on purpose because I don't want some of the people that are here this, they'll they'll be trying to call me, hey, can we get this product? And this is exactly why I said if you could share, yeah. uh, that's why I said, you know, I didn't I didn't want to put you on the spot. <laughs> uh I just I just wanted, you know, I wanted people to, to understand what, what your company is venturing into next. Yeah. You know what I mean? Those are huge, those are huge products, especially for the way things are going to be moving forward. I guess once the vaccines hit mm-hmm. and, and we can start to kind of corral this situation mm-hmm. a little bit better, it, it, it like you said, it's never going to be the same. But now we have to adapt, and it seems like the things that the products and things that you're getting ready to get into are part of that adaption that we're right. going to have to make in life moving forward. Yeah. So to be at the forefront of that is is huge, right? Yeah. yeah. So we're moving away. So we're moving away from the, you know, I mean the container. I mean we can get container loads of gloves and all that stuff right now and other products. But that that day is going away, and we see it on the horizon. We see that the prices are going to probably end up dropping uh, at right. some point. So we have to, you know, think ahead. And so we're we're ahead of the curve there. We're also looking at second or third quarter. We'll be bringing the bourbon back. We've got uh, some strategic, some strategic partners that are working with us now. That's heard our story. Um, that want to help us bring it to fruition. Uh, and actually help us get right. into Costco. So, yeah, ah, which, is kind of, you which, go. Is, which is awesome, right? So that's you a, go from you go. That's from, a major distribution yeah, right there. So you go yeah. from this to that, yeah. and then from not being able to, you know, anybody be able to talk, uh, talk, talk to you or want to talk to you. Now we're getting to the point now where everybody's like, "Oh, can we sit down and talk?" And I'm just like, "You can give us the time of day." Oh, now you right. want to. Right. Right. Well, 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 of course, you know, now it's going to cost you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You didn't want to talk to me then, but now you, you want to that's talk right. to me now. So that's going to that's gonna cost you a little bit. Just, just understand yep. that. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Good. That's, that's the best position to be yep. in. That is the best position to that's be funny. in. And, 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 and saying that, how... Are, are you, are you, are you, uh, what kind of platforms uh, are you putting yourself on to convey your story and, and, and your inspiration to others? Because I, I know you, you, you coach uh, minority entrepreneurs in, in, in what right. you do. Uh, what platforms, are, how, how are you able to put yourself no, out there to do so that? So, in case people want right. to get in touch. It's funny, so you, you're pushing me a little bit. You're pushing me, but I appreciate it. I, oh, like always, Coach T. Uh, so one of the things is, is that, you know, I started a, 
we're gonna re we're gonna relaunch Business Launch again um, and get that moving forward. I've mentored probably in the last year, year and a half, probably about seven or eight folks um, that are getting ready to launch their businesses. So what I what I would like to do is uh, uh, work with you know certain investors and folks to put pool money together and help folks like that you know really get a great start uh, because you know when you take off the first thing is on an airplane the most dangerous time is taking off and landing so if we can right. help them land land and put enough fuel you burn more fuel taking off as well so if we can do that so the platform you know we're gonna put a investment platform together to allow folks to actually have investment, you know, come into their, to their business. Because if we would have had, I mean, we technically you figure 4 million to, to, to run a good company, you know, or, uh, you know, right. on the, you know, when we were doing the bourbon, uh, there's other metrics that's out there for what type of companies, you know, uh, need certain types of cash. But then also we want to show companies that, you don't necessarily need investors. You know, you can bootstrap it by sales. And if you if you got a good product or a good, you know, sales methodology among you're solving a problem uh, and you're meeting a need, then we can show folks right. this is what you can do to create revenue without investors. Because if I, if I could do it, if you could do it without investors, I just <laughs> do it. Because you don't want to have to hear there's yeah. many... Um, it's, it's funny, the smallest investors is who you, you hear the most from. They don't know nothing about business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Want, you know, yeah. it's just like, wow. And then the one, you know, they, yeah. they write the big checks. They say, just make it happen. Let's figure it out, you know, and, and, and we're with you. you know? yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, it's so weird. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's like, yo, you, you really haven't put in that much. I really don't need to hear that right. much from you. Right. You know, I mean? <laughs> so, you know, I don't mean I don't mean to sound you know negative yeah. in that way. You know, everybody every everybody feels like whatever money they put into something is important. Is. And I get that. That's yeah. that's great, and it is. But the chirping, I, yeah. I don't need that. <laughs> that does yeah. not help me at all. You know what I mean? So yeah, no, I get you. So we're gonna, we're gonna you. do that as a platform, <laughs> and then we're going to create a. Uh, we're in the process of working on creating a nonprofit. <clears throat> and uh, so got to give back, but give back in an empowering way because some nonprofits are there just for, you know, for show and you really don't see a change, you know, but we're, my focus is always going to be entrepreneurship, you know, in right. our community. So right. um, being able to help someone from a position of where I was is what we, what we look to do right. because if, if God, man, it was torture being on that couch. People don't recognize it. It, it changes you. <laughs> yeah, it does. It totally it yeah, it does. It does. Yeah, it, it, it does. It, it, you know, and that's that. That's the biggest thing that I I, I try to convey. You know, because I have my own business. Uh, I try to convey to people is that it, it's nice that you see the the fruits of what I've done, but you don't understand what that all mm. takes and how much sacrifice and, and how many and how many not good days there are uh in getting there. And, and I think you don't wanna you don't want to scare people away from being, you know, 
entrepreneurs and, and venturing out on their own, but they need to understand that it it does not happen yeah. overnight, and 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 it and it takes a, a tremendous right. amount of sacrifice. And uh, I, I I'm sure that's what you convey to these young mm-hmm. entrepreneurs uh, as they venture into the into this. It's it's not easy, but that doesn't mean you don't do it right. or you don't try. I tell so it was I was on I tell people this. And they say, JD, tell me, give me some advice about entrepreneurship. And I was like, if you can quit, quit. Right now. Don't mm. even do it. Because wow. if you want it wow. bad enough, ain't no quitting. Wow. There is no plan B. That's what that's what I that's what I told. Oh my goodness. That's that that's it. That that'd be really it seems harsh. Yeah, but it's real. If you can, if you can quit, quit. Because you, one day, you got to look. Now, I was hustling too, bro. Look, I was homeless. I was still um, able to take care of my son because I, I would take day labor jobs and all kinds of stuff. Folks wouldn't know it. You know what I mean? Or, and I was, I was, I was trying to make it happen. But um, the hardest part in this is looking at your kid. It's looking at your son and knowing. Okay, what is he gonna think? What is his legacy gonna be? And then, what is he going to do based on the principles and stuff that I leave behind with my actions, right? You know, because he's gonna be a beneficiary mm-hmm. of my action, or in you know, or in action. And I, right, yeah. right, whatever that is, right. He is going to be he right. is the byproduct. And I'm of that. Gonna, right. You know, I'm flying around trying to make you know shit happen and. And I'm missing this, missing that, and and I'm thankful that he's a he's a he's a, he's a scholarly kid because um, he's doing well in school, right. and um, and I was just Good. like God, yeah, I, I'd be praying to real like, man, I just want I want him to be cool, and at this sacrifice though. So now he's he's applying for colleges and schools, and it was so funny. His uh, my ex wife was like, she called me, she was like. Well, Jess, if he doesn't get scholarships, you know, uh, you know, he's only twenty, thirty thousand dollars, you know, uh, a semester. Bro, I can write a check for that now. Where am I getting? Where am I getting it from? Yeah. So he doesn't have to. So he doesn't have to uh, um, suffer, you know, with student loans and all that right. stuff. Yeah, because that that's just a, a path, you know. Uh, yeah, that, yeah. It, it doesn't it doesn't end well. It, it doesn't end well for a lot of people. So if you can avoid that, yeah, uh, yeah good. good for you. Yep. Good for and you. I told, and, see, and, I, and I just thought I said, you know, people get so satisfied with going on the, the the car dealership to go get the car, but they don't think about owning the car dealership. You know what I mean? Right. Right, right. You know, I do. <laughs> I totally get you that. Know, right. You know, they say, <laughs> "Young, you don't want to be like Mike. You want to be like the man that pays Mike." Now Mike is the man. Now, there now you Mike go. is the man. You know, is is that guy? guy right? Exactly. Exactly. You know, it's a it's a it's a it's a great place to be. But I, I've got so much gratitude, and it's made me humble. That's why I haven't talked about it. You know, I've kept it. I've kept it. 
No. You, you, you said the magic word. You, you, it, it has to be mm-hmm. humility has to be there in this. Because it's going to be times where, yo, you're like, yo, I'm seriously mm-hmm. beat down. But now that I'm back up, I can't forget mm-hmm. about the beat down. Because that's what's going to, to push you to stay on top. But if you forget about that, if you lose your humility about what you're doing, you're just putting yourself on a path to fail again. You have to remember everything that took place to get you to where you are now. And that takes humility. And a lot of times people don't have that. A lot of yeah. times people yeah. don't have that. And, and you know, I, I, the, I, when we hit that, when we hit that, uh, when Craig called me that day um, and told me, he said, we're, we're at 1.2, man, I, I, I went that day to my grandmother's graveyard and all I could think about was the sacrifice and the price you paid for me to get here. Exactly. You know, you know to put exactly. that hunger in me to keep moving forward, to not stop, to not give up, and to care, and to still care and not, you know, to still care for people, you know, and to, to still know that we still have a obligation um, for those behind us, you know. That and that's empathy. That's empathy, and that's another thing you must have. You, if you don't have that, then what are you as a person? You, you know what I mean. If you mm-hmm. don't have empathy, and and, and that, it's so. That's always been the case, but I think because of the situation that we're dealing with in the world and, and who we see as our, as, as our leader right now, not having that makes you understand why you must have that. You know, I think we always knew that. I think it was so automatic to, to have empathy. If, if you're a, you know, a truly a decent human being, you, you have empathy. That's what makes you a human being and humanity. And, to, and now to see someone in, in a position of leadership who doesn't have that makes you understand when something is void of that, how bad a situation that could be for. And now you're dealing with that on a, on a mass level, that somebody without empathy is leading you. You see how, how jacked up shit can get. So I, I think empathy and, and humanity are, are two things that are, are, are paramount for someone to have success. You, you have to understand other people's situations to make yeah. your situation better. Mm-hmm. Does, that, you know, does, that, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Does, you know what I mean? I, I, I don't know. Maybe I went about that in a roundabout way, but I, I think those two elements, empathy, you know, yeah, are what make the difference. Empathy is one of those, it's, it's in leadership, they say, what makes a great leader and what's a leader? It is making those around you better, and it's making the company better. And this is coming from a from a corporate man's perspective, you know, just uh, in what I've been taught. And the greatest leaders that I know are the ones that are humble and will say, I don't know, I'll figure it out. Or they'll bring in people that accommodate their their weaknesses, you know, and so for you to do that, you've got to be able to connect with people, 
and a lot of people don't know how to connect. And technology sort of kind of is taking that away, you know, because ah, everybody yes. doesn't, you know, everybody Excellent doesn't point. know how to, you know, connect. It's either texting because, hey, bro, back in the day, listen, you're in my phone as Coach T, but I don't have your number memorized. So if I'm somewhere and my phone goes blank right. and I'm at a, you know, I, I haven't seen the pay phone in ages, but. You know, I'm like, I wouldn't know, <laughs> I know right? how to dial your number because you're in there as coach too. I don't, I, I don't, right, I don't, right, you know, right. we don't know each other like we, we used to, you know, the only time we talk would be in the evening right. time, you know, or we'd right, right. We be outside playing or, or talk or at the movies or at the mall or something, right? <laughs> Technology has totally taken that away. I know, I know. It's so funny, you know, I, uh, even if something is, uh, I was talking to, I was talking to a young person, and uh, <laughs> I said to them, I was like, ah, I remember a time uh, you used to get a busy signal when you called somebody, and they were like, what? And what's that? And I was like, oh my god! Then I realized, I, I said to them, have you ever heard a dial tone before? And they was like, what's that? Right, it's right, right. You see what I'm saying? So we're dealing with a whole generation now. That has no idea about that, about right. how that life was. You know what I mean? And I think that also kind of shapes what's kind of what's going on too. I mean, you know, you have a, a young a child, so you you you're starting to see the world how how they're seeing it based upon how you know how it was, and you're like, you got to try to balance those two because you, you don't mm. want them to not be who they are uh, because. Because what we are right. is shaped they, because of what we have. Mm-hmm. So you, you're right. You know what I'm saying? Am, am, I, am I right? You know what I mean? We connected through touch and and, and fear through to interaction. T- right. right, through interaction. So, you know, because right. I mean, this thing, like, business is going to be way different. Like, it's, like, it's, you got Zoom, you got some companies that are, I mean, Zoom's, off the charts as far as the stock market, I would uh, off the charts. We would have loved to have invested in that. Yeah, yeah. First I mean, yeah. would have loved to invest in that. When it first I mean, they just, you know, they they. So when I get with my kid, you know, I got to sit down and play a video game with him for him to open up, you know, and start, you know, talking to me about what's going on, and you know, he's a senior, so and it's like, man, so you got so we. Right. It's not like we can go hunting. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go fishing. Go fishing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like, right, right. You know, man. Come on, man. You know? Exactly. But yeah, so in that, right. and being a leader right. is it's uh it's a it's a it's about connecting. And leadership is hard, bro. When you're running your running a company, it's hard because not everybody yeah. um accepts the fact that this is to them, it's a hobby. To you, it's a matter of of, of life, death, <laughs> right? You know, this is life, and, right? You know, like we talked right. about earlier. You know, this is, is this a hobby, or is it something that uh, you know you know is going to work, and that you you take the risk because you can't have your you can't have each foot in a different boat. It, it, it doesn't work. Yeah. It doesn't work. Does not work, and you, you 
you you have to have a certain, like you said, we talked about this earlier, you have to have a certain amount of passion for what you're doing in order to achieve success. Yeah. I, I, I firmly believe that. I, you cannot just be in it because that's what the, the yeah. thing of the moment is. You know what I mean? You you have to have a true passion for what you're doing because that's going to always guide your mind mm. in your decision making. If you're not if you're not in it like that, you'll you'll do iffy things because you're like, and eh, it works, it works. Eh, if it doesn't matter. Eh, I'll go do this. Nope. That never works. It has to be the passion for it because then your right. decisions will be driven like that. That I do not want to see this fail because right. I love what I do. So I want it to be the best that they can be. And that drives your decision yeah. making. Yeah, you create this. It's, it's like the you create this world. One of the things that that I love that 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 God is it's it's amazing because you have the ability to see where you want to be, and you create you. So even though I'm homeless, I'm not. When I, you know when I'm talking about when back then, right? You know, even right. though I was sleeping on the yes. couch, yes, I wasn't really sleeping on the couch. I was visualizing every night. Getting on a private jet, you know, uh, you know, flying, going here. Every it was it was visuals, you, you know, just about every day. And then when you had a tough, and then sometimes when you have a right. tough, the tough nights where it's cold. I mean, the cold. I want to say it was the coldest night ever in the office, and I'll never forget. Um, I was like, I was crying, <laughs> bro, and I was like, I was like, man, God, you got to help me. You got to help me through this. Just, this, this crazy. And then there's a window, big window, because the office, our office is downtown. And I heard this boom, 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 boom. Man, scared the living shit out of me. And I looked, and it was one of my lodge brothers. He said, <laughs> he said, hey, I got a bottle of bourbon for you, man. You know, he said, I mean, literally, bro. And that night, it was, it was like, you wow. know, um, sometimes the universe will give you, you know, God will give you little things to say, keep pushing, keep pushing. And you want those people. Keep pushing. Man, bro. What you put out there, that's yes. what comes back. That's right. That's what you, that's what you right. put out there is what comes right. back. And now look, we are, um, man, we're 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 in a, we're in a heck of a place, and and, and that, that's and that's and that again, that is why I wanted you on the show. I believe your story is inspirational, uh, and I'm 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 fortunate enough to know you personally to. Which, which really made your story much, much more appealing to me because I knew you, and I knew where you're at, and I know where your head is at, and I wanted you to come on and 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 hopefully inspire others, which is what you do, you know, is what you is what your goal is now anyway. So and now I just wanted to hopefully give you a little bit of a a platform. I mean, my you know I, I I'm doing a little piddly podcast. You know, you know what I mean? I, I, I'm nobody. But well, my no, but my the fact that I can have people on like yourself and 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 put this story out there. If if only one person listens to this podcast and is inspired by what they've heard on here today, then I feel like my show is the greatest show on the planet. So that's why I wanted to have you on to tell your story, and that's out there because it, it, it needs to be told because 
I know people have dreams and aspirations, and sometimes they just need to hear about others' struggles and, and what have you to yes. understand that they're, they're not going through it alone. You know what I mean? That, that it's not right. solo right. to them that these things are happening. That it, this is what happens, but hopefully you can turn the corner like yourself right. and, and, and see the promised land. So well, I appreciate it. That's I why I wanted to have is, you on, my brother. <clears throat> this is the best time to do something like this, especially during COVID. Because we got so many people that are suffering out there right now, not knowing what, what to do, lost their job. Uh, some people see even forcing them into, um, you know, food insecurity, so many different avenues. But this is right. the best time to start your business right now with that dream to follow it. Because going into COVID, I said, you know what, we're going to make it and we're going to prosper during this time and we're going to come out on top. And yes. And when we get to the other side, I'm going to be able to help even I more agree. people yeah. when we get problem. to the other side. Right. Straight up. And that's all the time we have for on the More to the Point podcast. As always, I'm T. Carlton Davis. Please do not text and drive. You know, that's dangerous. And look, just treat your fellow man with love and respect, and we're going to be okay. All right? Till next time, love and peace.